Hi everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This week, we're doing a very highly requested topic. We're going to be talking about red flags and deal breakers. And I feel like they kind of overlap, but I also feel like they're different. Yeah, I thought that like when we get into the intro later, we could talk about kind of like what the difference is. I don't know. I just feel like they're pretty different. Before we get into the juicy stuff, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, so if you guys are new here, definitely go follow us on Instagram at Love You Mean It Podcast. If you guys didn't know, Meg runs our Instagram and we love it so much. It always looks fantastic. And so if you guys are looking for cute graphics that you can share, like important information, just like cool stuff in general, definitely go follow the Instagram. And we're always asking you guys what you guys want to hear on the podcast. And we actually polled you guys and you guys gave us this idea. So thank you so much for giving us this episode topic. Also down below, there's a link to support the podcast. We by no means expect anybody to be supporting the podcast by sending us money. But if you'd like to help us do future giveaways and get even better equipment, we literally had to sit here and mess with our microphone for 20 minutes before we hit record. So if you want to help us kind of get over that hump, we would really (laughs) appreciate it. And finally, if you guys didn't know, we also have merch. So we have a Redbubble store. We'll put the link in the description box, the show notes, whatever you'd like to call it. And we have so many different merch designs that Meg hand drew herself, guys. So if you'd like to support us there, you can as well. Yeah, so with that, we're just going to jump right into our loved segment, our only segment. My favorite. It's what we're hating and what we're loving. So we are the Loving Unit Podcast. We want to talk about what we're loving each week, but we also want to talk about what we're hating. We do not stand toxic positivity in this house. No, sir. We need to talk about the highs and the lows. So with that, I'm going to talk about what I'm hating this week. And what I'm hating is street sweeping. If you've never lived in a city before, that might be like a relatively new term to you. We live in New Haven, Connecticut, and we are like just like right outside the downtown area. Like we could just walk there and that's where like all the restaurants and bars are and stuff. Where we are, it's just like a bunch of apartment buildings. And every week between what, like six months out of the year, maybe eight, they do street sweeping. So basically they have like this big machine come. It's like exactly what it sounds like. And they just sweep all the shit that collects on the side of the road. The issue is like on our street, we have like double side parking. It's a one way street. They put up flyers and they say like, okay, on Thursday, you can't park on this side of the street. And if you're there, you'll either get ticketed or towed. It could be both. I don't really know. It's never happened to me, knock on wood, because I have so much anxiety about it. I always make sure to move my car. And we're always, like, texting each other. Like, yesterday, I looked out the window, and I saw the poster, and I was like, Meg! You like, move your car! And then on Friday, they do the other side. So it's, like, two days where you just have to be, like, aware. I know. It's, like, a real double whammy. Yeah. It just... It's not fun. Wait, is it weekly, or is it once a month? I... Well, I think it's bi-weekly. No, yeah, you know, yeah, it is bi-weekly, yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's just stressful. I hate it. And there's already, like, no parking on our street as it is just mm-hmm. because there's so many. There's, like, maybe, like, I would say, like, 12 other apartment buildings on our street, maybe. And, like, everybody has cars, and there's, so there's already, like, very limited parking, let alone when you can only park on one side of the street. So it's a literal fight to the death. I'm thankful that, like, we don't have to pay for parking or, like, a parking spot. So, yeah. like, that's nice. But it is stressful, like, when you're coming home maybe, like, at night and you're by yourself and, you know, you are you don't really want to walk, like, a long way by yourself in the dark, mm-hmm. especially being a woman. <laughs> so not having, like, secured parking can kind of be annoying. But for the most part, like, I don't have any qualms about it. It's just basically, like, street sweeping because... 
I kind of think it's pointless. Like, yes, the street know. does like, look a little better, but like, it's not that noticeable. They're not like power washing it or anything, so like it's there's still dirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. It's not like a dirty street. I'm yeah. making it sound bad, but like, I don't know. I just don't really see the point of doing it. I really think it's just a way for the city to make money by like towing and ticketing people so i mean i'm just glad that they i mean when we first moved here they didn't put up posters Mm -hmm. and so we just had to kind of like hope for the best i don't know now that they put up posters i definitely appreciate it because we're able to tell when it's going to be happening but you can very clearly see a difference between like the side that was done this morning and the side that's going to be done tomorrow and like i understand because like they probably don't want to clog the gutters and stuff Mm -hmm. especially when it starts snowing but I don't know. It's just not... I just don't think it's worth it. We had a friend park on our street one time, and we didn't know that we were getting street sweeping, and she got her car towed. And I have yeah, never felt worse in my that life. Was, that was rough. I felt, I felt really, really bad. bad. But what I'm hating this week, that we can't have a Halloween party. If you guys listened to the podcast that we did back in February, we talked about the New Year's Eve party that we had and how much fun there was and how we had such a great time. If you guys are new to planet Earth, there's a pandemic happening, and... I mean, I know people are still trying to advocate and fight for Halloween to still happen, but we're not going to be celebrating Halloween. I'll probably still be dressing up, but I will not be leaving this apartment. Yeah. And it just makes me really upset because if obviously if you listen to that podcast, you know how passionate Meg and I are about like hosting and like having people over and like throwing parties and stuff like that. And we had so much fun and I would love to do it again, but we obviously don't have the opportunity. And so just so many wasted ideas. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just kind of sad. Like we were gonna have a Christmas in July party. It just sucks too because of course Halloween is on a Saturday this year, and you know and Halloween would be so lit. Mm-hmm. But because y'all don't wear your fucking masks, we gotta keep doing this shit. So like, there was there's gonna be a full moon on Halloween, a Saturday, like Meg said. Like y'all know we would have turned the fuck up. And now we can't. Yeah, so we're going to be playing beer pong in the comfort of our own apartment. Sharing the germs of the roommates that I already live with. Yes, and I'm probably going to be taking lots of shots. Might make some jello shots, who knows. That could be fun. With some, like, cat ears on. And I I'm going to call it. I just wish like, bob for apples. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. We're still going to have fun. It'll just be, like, a party of, like, three or four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, with just people that live here. Yeah. So, it's, like... It's, I don't know. It sucks, but it is what it is. We're still making the best of it. Yeah, so I'm going to transition a little bit, just piggyback off of Erin. What I'm loving is our Halloween decor. So we recently went to Target. Target has super cute stuff, but like at the point you're hearing this, they're definitely picked over. So if you haven't gotten your stuff by now, fat chance. Yeah, you really (laughs) missed out on that opportunity. We didn't go crazy, but like we just got a pack of like decorative little pumpkins and they're so cute they're all in like different colors and they have like a little metallic stem and they just like match our apartment and it's really cute and then we also got like a little i guess it's a streamer i would call it that a streamer and it has like pom-pom balls hanging off of it but they're made to look like pumpkins it's so cute like little jack-o'-lanterns and they're just so cute and we hung them up yesterday and then we couldn't wait till october first sorry And then we also got these little string lights that look like ghosts. And Erin posted them on her personal story. Probably going to be posting them throughout the month just Mm -hmm. because they're super cute and wholesome and they make us happy. So we'll probably post that again. 
We also got a happy fall sign. Yes, that we hung on our door. And my favorite thing that we got was a light up pumpkin. You can get this at Target. I think it's, was it $10? I think it was 10 But it's like a pretty decent size, like a, like a six inch pumpkin or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. And when it's off, it just looks white. So it really matches with any like decor you have going on in your house. And then when you turn it on, it's just like a fake candle. I don't know. It just gives it like a nice little glowy effect. I think you just need some AAA batteries Mm -hmm. and that's it. And it's just really cute. We love like turning it on. We literally have like a ceremonial lighting Mm -hmm. every time we turn it on. We're like, okay, everyone, the pumpkin's going on. I know. And Meg's boyfriend's just like rolling his eyes. He's like, okay. But Aaron and I fucking love it. It's, It's great. Like literally last night we were watching TV in there and Aaron had just gotten up to go to bed and then John and I were gonna go up to bed and he was like, gotta turn off the pumpkin. And he like went and turned it off and I was just like, wow. It's but, just like another member of the family here. Yeah, we love it. So, I don't know. What are you loving, Erin? I guess I'm loving, like, just kind of piggybacking off of that as well. <laughs> it's just like a big train of piggybacking. But just, like, pumpkin items in general. I know Meg talked about, well, last week I talked about how what I was loving is desserts. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of talking kind of talking about the same thing but what i'm loving is just pumpkin items in general obviously like our decor but last night you guys holy crap meg got this beer from downy cider and it's like a pumpkin blend beer and oh my god it was so good i thought it was amazing yeah it's just like it tastes like their regular like apple cider like their spiked cider but it just has like a little like level to it that's like more spicy. I think mm-hmm. it's more like pumpkiny. It, really it's like subtle, it. but it's very good. Like it's not like overpowering pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm also loving is we got these pumpkin spice from Starbucks K cups. Did you like them? Oh, I thought they were really okay, good. I, yeah, I wasn't sure. I still have some of my coffee left. I have to finish that. But they're just pumpkin spice K cups. We got twenty two for fifteen dollars, which I feel like is a pretty decent deal, yeah. especially because thinking about like if you go to Starbucks and you get a coffee, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like at least three dollars. And mm-hmm. so we got one for like two. And yeah. sometimes I'm a little naughty. I'll run a K cup through twice. during the day and the last thing that i'm loving and i got these pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls from pillsbury and they're so good i really like them yeah honestly like i got two little like rolls of them i guess like when they're in the cylinders i got two of them because i didn't think one would be enough so we'll probably make the second one soon i guess i don't really know when we still have like leftover Mm -hmm. cinnamon rolls but they're really good i highly recommend yeah i'm not normally like the biggest cinnamon roll fan but i really actually like those yeah they're fire the frosting is the best part but without further ado i guess we'll get into the topic so like meg already said we're going to be talking about red flags and deal breakers i guess these could technically apply to like friendships as well not all of them but like for a large majority like when i posted we're going to be sharing a lot of the listener responses because we asked you guys for your own red flags and deal breakers and when I asked people for them like I was like oh friendship or just like relationship in general Mm -hmm. and so I thought we could talk about like kind of the difference between red flags and deal breakers like for me a red flag is just like okay like peep that kind of like I'll keep that in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. but like a deal breaker is like yeah it's done it's yeah like I feel like a red flag is more some is something that's short term Mm -hmm. like it's something that like you notice and you're kind of like wondering about it like hmm that could be like something to worry about in the future that was a good description. or something to keep in mind like Aaron said but also like I think a deal breaker is just like more final like it's more like okay like yeah I can't deal with that bye mm-hmm. 
it's just something that you will not tolerate Mm -hmm. like just anything like that yeah they're more serious like i feel like some of the red flags are obviously that we have are like obviously important but Mm -hmm. a lot of them are like a little funny Mm -hmm. but the deal breakers i'm like no like this is serious like if somebody had this quality or like people in the past they've had this quality like i'm out yeah exactly but i thought it could be cool too to talk about like kind of why it's important to have these and like obviously this is low-key kind of like a funny topic but i think it's important to have red flags and deal breakers too so that you don't just settle for anything and that you have standards you know and like you're cautious almost yeah and i think those standards like they should be your standards but like other people should also measure up to them so whether it's a friend a romantic partner a parent anything like that if someone isn't living up to those standards you need to hold them accountable because at the end of the day like yes you can make excuses for people but you can only do that so many times i know i love that like megan i listened to the don't blame me pod by megan rinks and oh, she always it. she always says like all the time when it comes to any relationships that you should hold your friends and your romantic relationships to the same standard of exactly i feel like sometimes with your friends it can be easy to like let things slide but mm-hmm. i think when it comes to this like we just said it's important to have some sort of standards to be cautious because you don't want to just like give your heart to anybody and you don't want like you're a dope bitch you don't want anybody to just be able to just have access to you whenever you want i think it's important to be like hey i don't think that's okay and i'm out peace yeah there's there's literally nothing wrong with having standards and if someone doesn't like that then they can fuck right off Mm -hmm. the door is right there baby I'm really excited to be like sharing these with each other because we haven't read each other's and mm-hmm. so I think this is going to be really funny. So do you want to start off with your like one of your red flags? Sure. So my first one that I have is irresponsibility and immaturity. So this is just someone that like I think it's more like emotional immaturity mm-hmm. when someone can't have like an adult conversation or they just do things that are in general immature. It's just such a huge turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? No, but I really like that one. Like, you can't have an adult conversation or, like, you can't trust them to do... I mean, especially, like, we're in our mid-20s now, mm-hmm. getting it, getting there. Um, and I'm like, we're at this point where it's, like, we're getting into, like, adult relationships and friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be able to trust that they can be responsible with whatever it is. Like, their emotional health, their well-being, like, your trust, you know? Yeah, like, if I say to Aaron, like, hey, can you pay this bill or something? Mm-hmm. Like, or I need this, I need um, I need this money by this time. Like, if she doesn't give it to me, like, that's annoying. Yeah. You know, like, that's a red flag. Like, um, that's never happened, but just, like, yeah. an example. Like, oh, you know, like, if you can't pay your bills or anything like that, it's just, like, if you're reverting to, like, a childlike mentality or you're being sort of, like, a teenager, it's just really frustrating. And especially because... Like, we are still young adults. It's, like, that line is often blurred where, like, we feel like we're more mature than a lot of other people that we have to deal with. And it's just, it's so annoying. Like, I don't know. No, I love that one. Maturity is definitely something that I kind of overlooked when I was making this list. So I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, This is a big one for me. When your friends or family don't like the guy or, like, friend that you have. This is a big one. I've ended things in the past because my friends have not liked guys that I was with. A, a guy singular but uh, <laughs> yeah it's I, not a pattern yeah i was gonna say i don't want it to make it look like every guy or a friend that i'm with everyone's like um no but i think this is a huge thing meg and i talk about this often that like we both really value our family's opinions as well as our own opinions and the like opinions of our other friends and obviously we're not going to base our entire lives around what our friends think but i'm somebody that like when I eventually get into a relationship, like, I'm going to want them to, like, hang out with me and my friends or hang out with me and my family, and I don't want my 
family or friends to like not want to be around them because they don't like them you know yeah like i really value like what my friends and family think and i think it's important for you guys to value that as well you shouldn't just have somebody and then it's just awkward and there's so much tension when they clearly don't like them yeah and like i don't know it's just not a good situation because i i'm a big believer in like if you are dating someone like your family and friends are dating them too Mm -hmm. because like they're gonna come around like if it's someone's birthday like you're gonna want to bring your partner and it's just really uncomfortable when those two worlds don't like meld Mm -hmm. together so that's just something to be cautious of and i think like when you're in love, it's easy to make excuses for someone. But, like, if multiple people in your life, multiple people that are close to you are saying the same things, then there probably is something wrong mm-hmm. with that person. For sure. My next one is lack of trust. So, if... Or, like, on the other side, like, not... Like, just not being trustworthy. Like, if I, if I tell you things and, like, you like go around and tell other people or like stuff like that that. like i hate that shit like you need to keep it to yourself and also like if if like say like i'm going out for the night pre-pandemic or post-pandemic say i'm going out with my friends and like john my boyfriend john was like oh i don't like that like like where are you going who are you going with like when will you be home like blah 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 like i hate that shit like if someone is like just doesn't trust you to like be faithful to them and to just like it like they're just making it about themselves and like i think that's a huge issue yeah it's such a turn off i mean you're in a relationship for a reason like you should be able to trust them and i think if somebody's like i don't know just kind of like guilt tripping you in a way and just like making you feel bad about that and just like not i don't know just like not seeing you as a trustworthy person then like that's a red flag in itself even if you don't trust them like vice versa Yeah, like, I think this also has a lot to do with, like, possessiveness. Like, you think that, like, your boyfriend or girlfriend is, like, yours, and they're not. Like, they're they're their own person. You don't own them. Yes, you're choosing to be with them, but at the end of the day, y'all could break up, Mm -hmm. and that's the end of it. Like, it's not a finite thing. Like, you can, the relationship can end, and you need to respect that, and you need to respect that they have their own autonomy, and they are their own person. I just think of, we watched Mean Girls last night, and I just think of when, like, Katie's talking to Aaron, and she's like, oh, like, I didn't, like, come on to you for a while, because, like, you're Regina's property, and he was like, what? He was like, like, I'm her property? He was like, I'm my own damn person. No, exactly. Like, you you can't just, like, own somebody, like, it's not gonna end up well for you, so just don't do that. Just, and just, like, at the end of the day, if you don't trust your partner, then you don't have anything. You literally have nothing. You literally don't have anything. Like, trust is everything in a relationship, and I think, like, if it's tested or broken it's like really hard to come back from 100 i feel like going off of that i mean before i get into my next point it's kind of like just when it comes to trust is like going through their stuff or like going through like like going through your significant other's phone like i feel like everybody's low-key done that at one point Mm -hmm. but it's like when it comes becomes a pattern and like you're like who are you texting all that stuff kind of like you already said Mm -hmm. like that's just a big red yeah waving in your face next point that i have is that when they call all of their exes crazy yeah, I think, like, if they're not able to have an adult conversation about their past relationship and, like, own up to their mistakes, I think that's an issue. Like, they should be able to point out, like, what they did wrong in the relationship. Um, like, I've had this conversation with my current boyfriend. Um, he had, like, a long-term girlfriend, honestly, like, right before me, but I'll get into that later. And 
I like was asking him about it and he told me exactly like what he did wrong, like what she did wrong and like what they both did to each other. And I think that's really important. Like that conversation doesn't need to be like, doesn't need to go on for the entirety of your relationship. But I think like it's important at some point to have the X, like open the X file, Mm -hmm. talk about it, like get it out of the way. Because I think like how they talk about their exes is theoretically like how they could talk about you one day if it doesn't work out so if they're sitting there trashing their exes that's not good i mean you literally just said it all something that i've learned even as an individual as someone that not in a relationship as i've gotten older is like you said just being able to acknowledge when you're in the wrong when you do wrong things it's just a big red flag the next one i have is extreme jealousy So I think it's one thing to be jealous. Like I think both of you, like in a relationship or even with friends, like you're going to be jealous at some point, like a little bit. But like if you're so jealous, like that it's causing issues or like fights in your relationship, like no. If they're giving you a hard time about like hanging out with friends or like going to see your family or doing anything like that, that's a huge red flag. Also, if you feel like you can't talk to like someone like of the opposite sex or like if you're in like a gay relationship like if you can't like just talk to people without them like interfering or getting mad then that's an issue like obviously if you're like straight up like flirting like and you're not in an open relationship like that's an issue but like if you literally can't just have a single like a simple conversation without them getting angry or holding it above your head that's a problem and you shouldn't ignore that for sure i mean I don't know it's just like we've talked about it in the past that like we've jokingly but also seriously said that like guys and girls can't be friends but I think when it comes to the fact that they're like it's kind of like the point Meg said before that it when people are overly jealous they clearly don't trust you yeah and so it's just going to end up like blowing up in your face and like they're projecting what like maybe they would do like onto you and like that's not fair and like they're not seeing the situation for how it truly is i hate when people project things yeah projection's bad y'all yep next point that i have it's kind of like a bigger point for me to unpack but just when people love bomb in general um i've read so much i'm so interested in like psychology and stuff so i've read so much about like psychopaths and stuff like that (laughs) or just like people in general like that love bomb onto you and so i'm so hyper vigilant of it like i haven't even updated you guys since the last podcast but i talked about how i was talking to a new guy and i was like oh by the next podcast we record he'll be done and you guys are right like literally the next day he was done because i could tell he was like kind of trying to love bomb me it was like we were like 12 hours into talking and he was like oh are we gonna go on a double date y'all like i haven't even met you yet like it's when this and then kind of like a sub point i have off of this which is why i said it was like a larger point is when guys move too quickly like when you go on one date and they're like i'm changing my relationship status like well i mean not not that that's a bad thing but it's like just when like guys are automatic when it's like a one-sided thing you know yeah and like when the other person's not there and like when they just move like too fast and like it's coming out of nowhere like guys asking me to go on double dates during a pandemic yeah like they're they're just like either obsessive and like crazy and like if y'all break up they'll probably become a stalker yeah or like i don't know like it's it's just like it's not a good sign if like someone's too into you it's also like a turnoff for you like i mean at least it is for me like if someone's like way too interested i'm like okay like 
I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> like, have a great life. Like, it, it just makes me want nothing to do with you. Personally. Like, I've talked about this before, and I'm gonna, like, talk about me. I'm gonna, like, drag him a little bit later. But there was, like, this guy that would, like, get upset at me when I wouldn't text him, like, oh, when I was working at, like, my restaurant job. But, like, he had a nine to five and wouldn't text me. And I was fine with it because, like, you're working. And he would, like, get upset with me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what you want. And I remember I watched this video, like, a while ago, and this girl was talking about her experience with like a psychopath and mm-hmm. like she would be at work and he would call her and they would talk on the phone for 12 hours a day physically on the phone and i was like when they're telling you like i've never met anybody like you before like this is so real like i think i love you like the next day like the, <laughs> like the first day like that's when you know like just love bombing they're trying to overload you with serotonin to like trick you into falling in love with them and that's on period that's on period y'all heard it here sorry i went off a little bit the next one i have is when they're closed off about their past or like secretive like this is such a huge red flag to me like if someone can't if you like ask someone a question like oh like where are you from or like oh like just like simple shit like what was your childhood like or anything like that or or the x file like talking about exes and they don't talk about it that's an issue Mm -hmm. um i think it's gonna drive you crazy like just not knowing but, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's sus. If someone's not open, especially, like, a relationship or even a friendship, that's really weird. And they probably did something pretty bad. So 100%. I mean, like, you don't have to be a complete open book the first day and tell mm-hmm. me everything, like, every trauma that you've been through. But if we've been, like, friends or dating for, like, a couple weeks, a couple months, and I still know nothing about you and, like, what's happened to you in the past that's a definite red flag for me too yeah like it could be like intimate intimacy issues or it could just be like they're just a sus person and they've done crazy like crazy shit in the past yeah you got to figure out what's what and if they don't give it to you then it's time to go yep another red flag for me is when they only want to talk to you on snapchat um (laughs) they're they're in it for their nudes or they're in a relationship and don't want their, a trail. their partner to find out a trail anything like that obviously this isn't the situation 100 percent of the time but i would definitely be cautious like i said it's a red flag it's not a oh my god i have to end this now but just be a little cautious be a little wary if they only want to talk to you in snapchat they either are only interested in you for like your looks or they and have like nothing to say to you or like i said they're trying to not have a trail i feel like it's just like a a sign of a fuck boy too yeah and also like i said we're in our 20s now like we're we're a little bit grown get over it yeah we don't have time for like bullshit relationships anymore so thank you the next one i have is when so this is i guess more like about a romantic relationship but when they turn people against you or they turn you against other people you see this a lot with like families like they might drive a wedge in between you and your family or like it could be like they could ruin a friendship um this is like oh this is a serious one Mm -hmm. this is a real issue um no one should ruin your relationships i think like if you're if you're bringing someone new into your life like they should embrace your family they should embrace your friends they shouldn't be tearing you away they should be encouraging you to see them to hang out with them and they should be adding to your life yeah they should be taking the time to get to know them and i don't know i just think when people try and manipulate you into like only having that like them in your life Mm -hmm. that's just like that's weird like you're they're probably a psychopath yeah when i was like looking up red flags too i saw something like that similar and it was like 
like it's like sample text from somebody doing that and it was like oh I, like I canceled plans with my parents to hang out with you it's like why don't you cancel plans to be with me and it was like I didn't ask you to do that yeah like, exactly yeah. like you should like if I think if you should take a serious look at your life if like since you've been with this person you've lost like multiple friends or like mm-hmm. broken up like multiple relationships with family members or something like that it's just definitely something to keep in the back of your mind yeah exactly next point that i had is if they're a big gossiper girls can be a little trash talky but i i feel like guys tend to not be like that as much when it comes to friends or just relationships in general if they're constantly talking shit about other people they could be talking shit about you you never know if they're just like some acquaintance almost and they're always talking about other people Mm -hmm. i would say i would definitely like keep your eye on them yeah i feel like it's different like if you're with like your best friend or like your sister brother like parent or something like that yeah that's why i tried to clarify yeah but yeah literally if it's an acquaintance or like a co-worker or something like that like someone that you kind of keep at like an arm's length and they're like talking mad shit like all the time yeah, they're probably talking shit on you when you get up and leave and walk mm-hmm. around. So, I don't know. You got to be careful of yeah, that. Keep your eye on them. The next one I have is severe mood changes and bad temper. So, like, I think if someone, if, like, they're fine one moment and then the next moment they're, like, screaming or, like, they just, like, their mood changes at the drop of a hat, that's an issue. Like, everyone has, like, mood swings like I do. But I think there's a difference between, like, just like kind of being a little grumpy versus like actually like becoming scary becoming like a different person you see this a lot in like abusive relationships or something like that so it's just something to be careful of just something to like look for in a partner or a friend is emotional intelligence and like self-awareness they need to be like aware of like if they're being moody and say like oh you know like hey i'm a little off right now like i think i need alone time Mm -hmm. like i think that's like a sign of like a healthy person yeah but if they literally just go off at you for like no reason Mm -hmm. like no well i mean no i feel like that's something big that like we do in this apartment like especially like the three of us where like someone's like hey i'm not in the best mood right now like yeah i'm being in my room or like hey i'm not in the best mood right now i still want to hang out with you guys but it's like hey or i'm like oh i'm gonna go sit in my room for a little bit i just need a minute i think it's really important to not only have like the emotional intelligence but the ability to communicate it exactly instead of just being like i'm so mad instead of like taking it out on someone that's Mm -hmm. they need to know like hey like i could say something right now it's not gonna be nice Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna take a step i'm gonna go for a walk i'm gonna like take a minute for myself i've had this like not like issue but like my boyfriend john is a gemini pause for dramatic effect a gemini aquarius taurus yeah in his chart so So if you no, he's a scorpio Scorpio, gemini scorpio taurus we're not obviously like we like astrology astrology but we don't like live and breathe by it but like i do kind of believe in like sun signs at least Mm -hmm. and so his son is a gemini and like they're known like their sigil is like the twins so it's like having like a dual personality Mm -hmm. so like one moment like he can be like so happy and just like chill and then the next moment he's like grumpy or you know like like aaron and i like make fun of him all the time for it he just like internalizes his stress a lot and stuff like that so you know like i know like the other day meg was like oh my god i feel like john is either like and just like 
really grumpy or he's just like happy like ready to go i was like mike he's a gemini yeah i know like that's literally his brand it's like literally gemini tm like trademark yeah i was like you just kind of have to expect it yeah and so like i know like but he tells me he's like hey like i'm not in a good mood like i need to be alone Mm -hmm. and then like he'll go like play a video game or like go talk to a friend or just like literally sit on his phone and do nothing Mm -hmm. and like i respect that like that's fine if you need alone time cool like just just tell me yeah like that's it like we really don't get in like fights like we'll get in like we like more i think we bicker more where i'm like hey like you're being rude or like i'll just like say something but we don't actually get in like huge like knockout fights because we talk about things before they become like a huge issue yeah i mean i think that's important too to just say even if it's just like a quick comment in the moment yeah. and be like hey that was rude yeah no like like, I, like it's important to check each other for yeah. sure check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah next point that i have is being flaky or canceling plans often meg thought i was adding her but <laughs> it, we've said in the past that meg has has been flaky but i really <laughs> like i was think like i genuinely can't remember the last time you were flaky i just think that you improved I, uh, it's hard y'all I'm a Taurus so I love being at home but like I also like I think like my mental health has played a, like a big part in that sometimes I just like physically can't do anything so I have to say no mm-hmm. it takes a lot for me to do that but like I think I've gotten better at like figuring out what I can and can't do and like future planning like mm-hmm. I, if I know that I'm not gonna want to do something I won't make a commitment yeah so I think that's like a big part of it like everyone has their excuses for like you know like being flaky or canceling a plan sometimes you just like honestly not up for it you're tired you know like whatever it is but if it's if it's a pattern all the time and someone always cancels on you like especially last minute and they don't reschedule 100%. like i think not rescheduling is a big like red flag it just shows that you don't it's care just, yeah it shows that you don't care your the the good intention isn't there and I don't know, like, if you say, like, hey, sorry, I can't, but can we do Tuesday or Mm -hmm. something like that? Like, that shows at least that, like, you're trying to make an effort to, like, just be there for that person and show up instead of just being like, no, I'm not coming. I just think when it comes to canceling plans and just being flaky all the time, like, it's just important to like really ask yourself like can you really count on them if they're doing it time and i'm I'm talking like obviously everybody's going to cancel a plan once in a while or be a little bit flaky but like if it's time and time and time again every time you are the one making plans and they cancel i think you really just have to like just flag that and just remind yourself that like do they really value you your time exactly the next point i have is that you can't have like deep conversations with them So if you're only having like surface level conversations and you can't actually talk about like your emotions or maybe your mental health or something like that, or like a maybe like a past trauma or anything, like I think that's an issue, especially like at the end of the day, like if it is your friend or if it is a partner, like you need to know like what's going on with them. And if they can't like talk about things or they like just don't feel comfortable expressing emotion that can lead to like a lot of resentment in the relationship like if they can't say that like like how they feel about you they can't articulate and say like hey i love you or like you mean a lot to me Mm -hmm. like not hearing that is gonna cause issues down the line and like i'm not saying that like like if at the uh, like on the other side like you can't always need constant reassurance like that's also a red flag but like i think just saying like hey you know like you mean a lot to me like once in a while or like saying I love you like Mm -hmm. that goes a long way so just 
you need to be able to have like conversations with your friends and your partners and if you can't do that then what's the fucking point and i feel like if you haven't gotten into some sort of argument exactly with a yeah. friend or any relationship if you haven't gotten into one i truly believe that you haven't gotten deep enough below the surface mm-hmm. to the point where you're getting to serious topics or that like you don't really necessarily have to get into serious topics to the point that it causes the argument but i feel like that's when you really know that like you're really deep into the relationship friendship whatever is when like you can like bicker a little bit and have that little thing like you don't have to be fighting every single day that's Mm -hmm. obviously not healthy but like meg and i have gotten into arguments before Mm -hmm. like i think it's just important to like value getting deep into that overall yeah i think like a red flag is when someone says like oh like we never fight Mm, like you've never once had an argument then it's gonna be like the big one like the big earthquake in california it's just gonna be building up until it gets to that yeah and it's not healthy it means you're internalizing things like i don't know i think if you're a good communicator you won't have a ton of fights but like you will have like little snippets like you will have like conversations Mm -hmm. that are uncomfortable maybe yeah but like i don't know if you never fight that's a red flag too. yeah like you're in the honeymoon stage that means you don't know each other that well Not and it's good. coming yeah <laughs> it will come the big one if you build it it will come <laughs> that's so funny next point that i have is guilt tripping like when they guilt trip you so if they're like oh i don't think you love me and they're like expecting you to prove it to them i don't think you care about me enough they want you to like prove it to the point where it's like manipulative mm-hmm. or they're like kind of like gaslighting you where it's like oh i don't think you care about me and they want you to like prove it to them like monetarily or anything like that like meg said you shouldn't need constant reassurance all the time especially if it's a healthy relationship you should be getting it at like an adequate amount but you shouldn't be guilt tripping people and trying to make them feel bad about themselves or the way they're acting to get like a positive outcome for you yeah also too like you shouldn't make someone feel bad for like how they spend their time or like if they're working a lot or like doing something like that like we all have priorities we all have lives outside of our relationships and friendships so like you need to respect that and know that like it can't be all about you yeah and i think the red flag another red flag too kind of is that like if it literally is all about you Mm -hmm. if they have like no other hobbies we're gonna get into having friends but if they have no other hobbies they don't have anything else like really going for them other than just only the relationship i think that's a red flag too yeah for sure the next one I have is they don't want to make their relationship public. If someone yeah. keeps you a secret, if you are ever a secret, that's a that's a red fucking flag. That flag is fucking blinking red. It's like when you're at the beach and they're like, get the fuck out of the water. Yeah, like, that's like literally that. what's happening. Like, bitch, you need to run. Like, for real. Like, You don't have if to someone, necessarily have social media yeah. per se, but like if they're not like telling their friends, if they're not telling their mom, get out. Yeah, and if they're, like, lying to people to keep you a secret or saying that, like, you're not together when you are, <laughs> that person doesn't care about you. Yeah. They they could have, like, a whole-ass wife or something like yeah. that. Like, you need to figure out the root of that and just... Or, or you could just not and be like, okay, fuck it. Like, I want someone that's proud to be with me. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be honest, like, like Olivia Pope and Fitzgerald Grant mm-hmm. are hot. That's, like, a hot idea. Yeah. But the idea of having to keep your entire life a secret and nobody knowing who you love, what's the point? Yeah, no. You should, like, love is about, like, you know, voicing your emotion for someone and, like, showing it to other people and bringing it to light. And, like, if you have to hide it, 
that's like I don't think that's truly love. I don't think that's like embracing everything about that person because mm-hmm. you're hiding them. So yeah, like you should be wanting to like literally scream their name from the rooftops. Me, I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Then maybe um, uh, I was gonna say like maybe you wouldn't, but I'm like okay, we love we value sex workers over here. Yeah, so. we stand sex workers. Next point that I have is when they're entitled slash arrogant slash cocky. I tend to be drawn to guys that are more, like, confident mm-hmm. and more that are, like, extroverted people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it can be easy for me to get this misconstrued. But when they think, like, obviously you're supposed to think that you're the shit. But when they think that they're the only person in the world and, like, they, are, they like, walk on water, I think that's important to kind of retrospectively look back and just kind of flag that. Yeah, and then, like, I think another, like, little sub-point off of that is, like, they need to be, like, approachable, and if, like, you feel like you can't tell them things because, like, they have this, like, sense of, like, oh, they're so great, like, that, I don't know, you need to be able to tell people things, you need to be able to talk about it, and, like, they shouldn't be too invested into themselves, like, Mm -hmm. having a huge ego is, like, just not it, it's not hot, it might be hot for, like, two seconds, but, like, long term i promise you it won't be Mm-mm. the next one i have is that they can't accept criticism or they can't apologize for things Tea. um <laughs> yeah this is something i've even had to work on like i feel like i feel like i'm better at this now i had an issue with this too like growing up i like it was something that like my parents and like my sisters would always say like they would come to me with something and i would get really defensive mm-hmm. i think i've like gotten a little better but i still like I think I'll always, like, kind of have to work on that. But, like, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, like, we're acknowledging that it's not easy. Yeah. Like, I think think it's just because, like, your first reaction is to just, like, defend yourself. Because, like... Like, to think that it's personal and that they're, like, coming for you. Yeah. Like, it criticism i think there's a difference though between criticism and constructive criticism Mm -hmm. it's all about how the other person says it so if they come to you and say like oh hey like i think you could do like next time like maybe try this instead of being like oh my god you did that wrong Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have two completely different outcomes i think just like being like hey this upset me or this was wrong and here's how we should fix it or here's how you can fix it and give kind of like a plan to action is like yeah but like I think what we kind of mean by that is like a willingness to change. Mm-hmm. So like if you bring an issue to someone and they say and they say like, oh no, I don't do that. Or like, oh, like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like just completely shutting you out. That's not okay. And like they need to be able to say like, okay, like, you know what? I heard you and I'll work on that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a way that they can almost gaslight you and mm-hmm. be like, oh my exactly. God, I don't do that. You're imagining that. Yeah. No, for so sure. Pe- people can be so manipulative. And then like also... They need to apologize. Like, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, even if they don't think they did anything wrong, if they hurt your feelings, they need to say they're sorry for that. And not say, like, some, like, bullshit apology. Like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. They need to say, like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Like, I really didn't mean to. Like, how can I make it up to you? Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't have to be a whole long conversation. Just be like, hey, you know, like, that kind of hurt me a little bit. And just, like, acknowledge it and move on. Yeah, Megan and I talk all the time about, like, kind of like impact versus intent Mm -hmm. like it doesn't like i could mean to be like i could mean like the best things and like intend to like say something to meg and like make it come across good but if it impacts her negatively and makes her feel bad about it i'm not gonna be like oh my god i'm sorry like i'm sorry you feel that way or like i'm sorry you took it that way it's like i'm sorry that like i did that and like made you feel like that 
Yeah, yeah it's just like you need to be accountable. Mm-hmm. Next point that I have is when they only complain about things, but then they don't change anything. Uh, when they're constantly like, oh my God, I hate, I mean, people say they hate their jobs all the time, but it's just like when they're like, oh my God, I hate my life. I hate this. I hate that. And they like don't say anything positive. But then they also don't make any plans to change and then they just keep living like that. Of course, during this pandemic and like during 2020, it's been an issue with a lot of people. But I think like in normal standards, if they're constantly complaining, but don't, it's kind of like with the willingness to change. It's like they don't have the willingness to make a difference in their lives. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a big thing. And like what's frustrating is that like if you're on the other side of this and like you want someone to change, but they're not like you physically like you cannot change a person like they have to do it themselves like you could say something till you're blue in the face but if like and they can hear you but they or they can listen to it but they won't actually hear you they have to want to apply the change themselves and like i've gone through this the hard way like i've had situations where like i didn't like something and then i've told someone that and then they just like disregarded it and then they've come back to me they came back to me later and said like hey you were right about that but i don't know at the end of the day like they have to want to do it so mm-hmm. you can only do so much the next one i have is taking forever to respond to a text i think that's a huge red flag like obviously like ghosting is like separate like that's mm-hmm. its own category but like if i text you and like you literally don't respond for three days like what yeah like i don't know like obviously everyone's busy and stuff and like i think mental health like plays into it like you might not want to reach out to people but like that could also be like a red flag for something being wrong Mm -hmm. i think that's something that like you shouldn't ignore like if someone like doesn't answer you for a long time you could say like hey you know like is everything okay because like i've needed people to do that to me before yeah but like also there could just be like bad intense like they don't care about you at all as a person i think it just gets down to sometimes too to like people playing games Mm -hmm. and like we're we're grown at this point like i'm at the point where it's like i used to be like i'll i'll admit to it like somebody would take like an hour to respond and i'd Mm -hmm. be like okay fuck that i'll take two yeah and like you just play games and like shit on them but if like if i like if i'm on my phone and you text me i'm gonna respond yeah i don't know and in this day and age, like, if someone's not responding to you, like, like they saw your text. Like th- they like, did. That's a response in itself. Like, you know. They may have forgotten to text you back or something, but most of the time, like, they know. They saw. They saw it. Yeah. They're choosing not to respond. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard, but you yeah. gotta, you gotta hear you it sometimes. You it. Next point that I have is having no ambition or passion for anything. It could literally be, like, their hobby, like, us podcasting, like, we're not crazy passionate about being baristas but we have some sort of passion about like a hobby that we have and they have passion about like literal video games like anything someone just having like no like gusto or Mm -hmm. like feeling or like excitement about anything i think that's a big red flag the next one i have is that they want all your social media and like email passwords and like the passcode to your phone that's a good one and like all that shit like that's fucking weird yeah that's weird like i think everyone's entitled to their privacy and like if there was an issue with cheating in the past or something and like you want those things that's a sign i think you shouldn't be in that relationship because clearly you don't trust them and you're trying to make something work that isn't Mm -hmm. so yeah i think if it comes to that point where like you're asking for that or they or someone asks you for that that it's done Mm -hmm. no 100 like I, I just see no point in like it's weird getting someone's instagram facebook email or like combing up. through their social media like oh why'd you like her picture like oh, like that's fucking weird yeah. like 
Like, you I should don't just know. get out of the relationship like, at that point. Get a hobby. Mm-hmm. Take a bath. Why are you so obsessed with me? Get yeah, a job. Get a job. Like, I don't know. You have too much free time. Yep. And then the last point that we have for red flags comes from me, and it's jumping from relationship to a relationship. I feel like when people just don't have enough time to be single, to find themselves, to just spend time alone and like working on themselves, it's kind of a red flag for me, in my opinion. When they're like, I'm like, I'm not saying like a few months, like that's fine, or like a month or two, whatever. But it's like if it's literally like the next day and or in the next week, and they were in a new relationship. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know. You need time to like process and grieve a relationship and. I think, like, if you don't acknowledge what happened and, like, you don't heal the trauma, it's going to come up at some point. So, like, they might not be over their ex. They might have, like, all these residual feelings that you're going to have to deal with down the road. So, make sure that someone's over it Mm -hmm. before you get into something. Time to get into deal breakers. Do you want to go first? Yeah. The first one I have is if they don't like animals or kids. I I joke about all the time how, like, I hate kids, Mm -hmm. but, like, I actually do like them. I think they're very cute Mm -hmm. and, like... I want them like down the road but like if someone says like oh I hate kids I don't want them I'm like like if you actively hate kids even if you're not my romantic partner I think that's kind of weird yeah and it says a little bit about you Mm -hmm. because I think like although kids are like annoying and they're a lot to handle they do bring like a lot of joy Mm -hmm. and And, like family's important yeah and like if you don't if you don't feel that then like we're not gonna vibe Mm -hmm. and then if you don't like animals you're a fucking sociopath you're crazy you're fucking crazy i mean no you probably are like on your way to being a serial killer yeah honestly or if you're killing animals yeah i mean that's a that's a big deal yeah like if you're a hunter or anything fuck that i don't like that um leave the deer alone yeah like let them vibe yeah (laughs) i don't know we already treat animals like shit you don't need to go out of your way and keep harming them so Next point that I have is being racist slash homophobic slash sexist. Any of those. Whoa. Literally any of that. The biggest just, fucking deal breaker that's, ever. That's the biggest deal breaker on this entire list. That's just something that I don't tolerate. I don't accept. Trump supporters are on the, the list too. Yeah. But you're, yeah. You're different. If you're a Republican, that's fine. But if you identify as a Trump supporter, no. Especially after that debate. You're yeah. Tired. After this debate, if you could still continue to support him, just block us yeah. at this point. The next point I have is that you catch them lying a lot. They have, like, a habit. I'm in the FBI. Not actually, but, like... No, but you're so good. I can literally find anything, and, like, I can find out if you're lying to me. So, just don't fucking do it. Like, at least if you're gonna lie, cover your tracks. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I think if you constantly catch them, like, if if it becomes a pattern, them lying about even stupid shit, like... That's the worst. It's like, okay, what else are you lying about? Like, what, if you're lying about something that's small, then what are you lying, like, what else are you lying about? Obviously, this is just, like, this is not really relevant, but one time, like, my little sister, when we were younger, she lied to me about what she wore to school that day, and I was like, what, I was like, what is your problem? I was like, that's the stupidest thing to lie about, like, what else are you lying about? No, well, this is, like, something, like, this happened to me one time, like, I had a guy tell me once that he was 5'10", that I met on a dating app. I'm like, okay, like, I'm 5'7", like okay like i can do that and then i met him and he was literally probably five six and meg's five seven and i'm like i'm like okay like you're shorter than me cool like whatever but just don't fucking lie about it like don't lie about something that's observable like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna meet you i'm gonna see how tall you are in person like you're obviously gonna find out you're not you're not fucking you're exaggerating something by like four inches like what like yeah so just if they're lying about things like straight straight out the gate like if 
just red don't. Flag. Just run. Deal just breaker. run. I was going to say red flag, but that we're, we're moving on from those. Another deal breaker for me is cheating. Uh, we want to do like a cheating episode in the future and talk more about it. So I guess we won't talk too much about it right now. But I feel like it's different if you're in like an actual marriage. Mm-hmm. It's, it would probably Same. be a little yeah. bit more like lenient. A, a I lenient, guess. lenient. Thank you. That's the word. But like if we're dating and you're cheating on me, hit the road. I think there's a difference between... Well, yeah, like, I'm talking about, like, marriage. Like, if you sleep with someone one time, it's different than, like, having an affair and, like, doing it for, like, an extended period of time. Imagine them, like, emotionally cheating on you and having, like, a relationship. Like, Yeah, no, that sucks. Like, we had um, my sister's, like, best friend growing up. We found out that, like, her dad had another family, had a second house. That's awful. Had a golden retriever. Like, he had a whole fucking other life. Literally, what? Yeah, like, it's crazy, so... I don't know. That's all I got to say on that. Yeah, um, period. That's on period. <laughs> the next one I have is lack of etiquette and manners. Oh, I think, you are pulling these out of the word word. No, it just like fucking annoys me. Like when people are rude, I, I can't like I can't tolerate it. And like, I don't know. Yeah, but like even when they're at like the dinner table at like yeah. your parents house or something like. Like, I mean, obviously, like not everyone's going to be like super pleasant, like 25, eight, but like. I don't know. And if you're, like, not courteous, like, if you just don't give a fuck, like, you have no regard for other people, oh like, you're just self-centered, that's so fucking annoying. And, yeah, I'm probably gonna, like, throat punch you. It's so, so just frustrating. Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Thank you. My next deal breaker is just finances in general. I'm someone that's on that saving wave and just, like, in general, like, I really value, like, money and taking care of my money. Mm-hmm. And if they're the kind of person that goes to the casino, like, three times a week and just like blows it all yeah. or buys like stupid shit like that's not gonna work for me and like i want somebody that i'll get into it in a little bit but someone that's on like the same leg track as me mm-hmm. and so just no, yeah that makes general. sense they really matter to me um, honestly all these deal breakers are like personal so yeah the next one i have is denial of a substance abuse problem and then like also like refusal to get help so, like, if you see, if you think, like, your friend or partner, like, has an alcohol problem and they're, like, just completely, like, just saying, like, oh, no, I don't, no, I don't. Like, obviously, it takes, like, time for people to come to terms with it and, like, realize that for themselves. But if they just, like, never want to receive help for it, I think that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of people in, like, my extended family that have, like, drinking problems and, like, they've gotten, like, multiple DUIs and like but they've never like gone to rehab why am I gonna trust you why am I gonna like put my faith into you if like you're you don't want to like help yourself Mm -hmm. I don't know like I said before like you can't help someone if they don't want to help themselves like you can't make someone make a change if they don't want to Mm -hmm. no that makes sense next point that I have is bad communication in general we kind of already talked about this earlier a little bit but just like not being able to speak up, speak your feelings, anything, not being able to like text me or anything. I don't know. Just bad communication in general is something that like really turns me off mm-hmm. and it's something that like I just can't deal with. Yeah, no, for sure. The next one I have is poor hygiene. Like I don't shower every day. Like I usually do every other day. Sometimes I'll take like a body shower every day or like something like that. But like it's important to me that people like brush their teeth and like don't have like a, sh- a shit ton of dirt under their fingernails and just like just basic like grooming habits like not smelling your bo like mm-hmm. that's just a huge turnoff i think that's like kind of applicable to most people 
but yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't deal with that. If you don't care about yourself, I'm not going to care about you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's something like, okay, you don't have to shower every day, but like. Yeah, um, like just, or just washing your hands. Like, especially now. Oh I'm like, God. bitch, you cannot have poor hygiene. No, that's, that is such a turn off. People that don't wash their fucking hands. If, I if see you're listening you, you don't wash your hands. If I see you out in public and like you use the hand sanitizer, I'm fucking wet. Like my nipples are hard. Mm-hmm. Like that's so sexy. Just care about yourself. Care and about others. other people. Thank God. you. Next point that I have is any sort of history of any sort of abuse. So emotional, Ooh. physical, sexual abuse. If I know about it, um, if you've told me about it, I'm done. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure people can change, but that is just so disgusting. Like, I know friends that have been abused in all of those ways. Mm-hmm. And it is not something that I handle and not something that I really think that you can really change from. No, I think that's kind of just I like a, I, a I black no, mark forever. I just have no respect for you. Yeah, I lose all respect. The next one I have is when people are cheap. I don't really like when, like, I, I think there's a difference between being frugal and then just being, like, a fucking cheapskate. Like, if you can't spend a little money for, like, someone's birthday or, like, I don't know, like, an important occasion, no. Because, like, I love giving gifts. Like, I take pride in it and, like... I will spend, like, a lot of money on other people, and it's just frustrating, like, not getting that back, and then, like, cause, I don't know. Or no, just, I get, no, I get Or, that. like, if you have, like, the means to help people, and, like, you're not, like, fucking Jeff Bezos, fuck that guy. If I see him, it's on site. <laughs> fuck him. I hope my Amazon Alexa hears me. I literally hate him so much. But, yeah. So, anything like that, no. Like, you're canceled. <laughs> Make his pockets hurt, hurt bitch. Make, Make his, his pockets hurt. hurt okay that was our recording like our single for our new uh yeah new check LP. out our new lp our, dropping our, next week our new ep oh ep no oh my god i said lp <laughs> why are we holy so shit it's hard being a dumbass i know next point i have is being too clingy and needy needing me to text you me just like just before i was like oh i need them to be having like good communication but being too clingy and needy, like needing me to text you all the time, needing me to reassure you all the time, especially when I'm dating grown ass men in their mid late 20s and they need me to reassure them and like talk to them every single day. And like I've been talking to them for one day and they need me to tell them that I literally love them. Yeah. No, it is such a turnoff for me when guys are just clingy and needy and like all of that. Ugh. Gross. Like it's nice when people like just say they love you but like you shouldn't have to ask for it like show interest but don't be don't give yourself away yeah the next point i have is like when people don't listen to you and they don't address your concerns so like if you're coming to someone and they like just completely disregard what you're saying and they just don't like acknowledge it or like validate your feelings that's just fucked up and Mm -hmm. i don't deal with that yeah, no. I just can't do it because, I mean, I, I feel like everybody these days has, prob- like, problems with listening, but if someone's taking the energy to bring up a concern to you and you're not even, like, hearing what they're saying and addressing it, bye! Or, like, this kind of goes with, like, toxic positivity. Like, if someone comes to you and they're, like, upset about something and you literally just, like, <sighs> completely disregard the problem and you're like, oh my god, you'll be fine. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Like, just, like, just keep going. Like, Good just, vibes like, only. just choose to be happy. Oh my like, god fuck off like you need to get to the root of the problem and if someone's coming to you for help they've probably been struggling for a long time Mm -hmm. and it took a lot for them to say something and you just like shot them down like most people don't go to like therapy until like 
they're something's in- really wrong. Yeah. Like they've tried everything else and like they're at their breaking point. You usually people don't go and they're like, oh, I'm like kind of upset about that. Like they go and they're literally like have no other option. Mm-hmm. So if someone's saying something to you, like you need to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And people that don't hear you, the no. They belong to the streets. Yep. Next point that I have is not being on the same life track. So we kind of talked about this, but just not having the same goals. If they have no interest in kids, if they want to raise their kids. I mean, I'm not a religious person, but if someone mm-hmm. came to me and was like, oh, I want to raise my kids in Judaism, I'd be yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's not really somewhere that I'm taking my life. And if they don't want kids, kids are really important to me. And just stuff like that. If they don't have the same life goals. If they want to move to like Australia. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not really going there, but uh, best of luck. So the next one I have is when they're indifferent towards you. So if <laughs> wait, you, are, are you like adding me right now? No, not at all. No, I think like if someone's like not excited by like your presence or like they just kind of seem like they don't really want you around or they don't really care if you're there like yeah i would rather have someone say like fuck you i hate you to me than just be indifferent like that sucks because then you're just wondering all the time like where you stand Mm -hmm. and like if they care if they don't if you have to wonder that though they don't yeah so no i I think if you're even wondering like oh like do they even like me they probably don't yeah when that guy i was talking to the one i just ended things with said that i seemed indifferent to him when we've been talking for 12 hours yeah, I think you're indifferent to everyone you've been talking to for 12 hours. Yeah, I don't fucking know Because they could you fall well. off the face of the planet and your life wouldn't change. Yeah, so. like, I don't know you. Yeah. Anyway, next point that I have is, this is my number one. Everybody listen up. Turn up the volume. When they don't have close friends. I'm saying, like, if, like, they don't have to be, like, a total party boy, like a player. But if they haven't had at least one solid, good best friend in their life it doesn't have to be necessarily like a year long preferably it would be like a like a year's long friendship Mm -hmm. but if they don't have like roommates that they're close with or like a best friend of some sort a co-worker something or like anything like gaming friends or like it that's a red flag yeah like i don't know i think like it says a lot about someone like when they've had a long-term friendship so i'm talking like you met them when you were in like middle school yeah and like you guys are still homies like i think if you can have a friendship that long that's like usually a good sign that they're like a good person yeah and like a good friend but like if you see someone that maybe like goes through friends a lot like kind of has a cycle where they like lose friends and then they gain friends and they lose them again like or they just literally don't have them that's weird yeah I think if they're close to their families, that can also substitute as having close fr- as having close friends. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, like they have to have some sort of intimate relationship outside of you. Period. Yeah, exactly. They can't put like all their eggs in one basket. Nope. The next one I have is they're not over an ex. So like, or if they like yeah. bring up the past a lot, if like no one wants to like go on a first date and like hear all about the person. Like, my ex did that. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like yeah. no one, no one cares. No one wants to hear about it. Like I said, I think it's important to have like at least one conversation about your ex, but don't make it all about them. Like don't bring it up. Don't bring them up whenever, like you can. I think that also goes for friendships too. Like yes, you need to talk about your like and like your previous relationship with your friends and stuff but if you only ever talk about your ex or like constantly bring them up like that's weird not good like you need to go to therapy (laughs) 
my next point that I have for a deal breaker is aggressive insecurity. Like, I'm not just talking about, like, oh, I don't think I look good today. Like, aggressive to the point where it's, like... You have no self-esteem. It's overwhelming. You have no self-esteem. Like, you need me to stilt you up and, like, build you up. And, like, a guy I was talking to in the past, like, we had plans to hang out, like, one weekend. And I couldn't go because I was working. And he was, like, it's okay. Like, all of my friends bailed on me this weekend anyway. Like, I just... I'm just feeling really shitty. And I was, like if you're trying to make me into the only thing that you have like going in your life like that's a deal breaker for me yeah that's just really weird like, like you need to get a hobby <laughs> like everybody has their insecurities like 100 percent. i totally get it but like you need to have some sort of like as meg loves self-worth. to say autonomy yeah and self-worth yeah no for sure the last point i have is super religious people that goes for romantic relationships friendships acquaintances co-workers all mm-hmm. that shit that's fine if you're like really religious like i'm gonna just say flat out i don't agree with you but like in any religion i'm just Mm -hmm. like not like a super religious person i'm more of like a spiritual person Mm -hmm. but if you're shoving it down people's throats if you're guilt tripping them for not going to church or like temple or like whatever the case will be if you like just have that holier than thou attitude and you're super self-righteous that's such a turnoff to me i don't want to see that like that's fine like you believe in that but don't force other people to believe it that's Mm -hmm. not right yeah it's just not appealing to me especially when anybody forces anybody to their opinion in general like we're all allowed to have our own opinions i'm not going to make you do anything Mm -hmm. but i don't know keep it to yourself in that regard but my final point for deal breakers is pushing boundaries in relationships in general. So when you set a certain boundary, for example, we've talked about before, I'm a virgin. I'm not I'm not going to have sex with you the first date. And if they push that and they like want you to change your mind about that or they just don't respect any boundary that you set, even in a friendship, I think that's not okay. Yeah, you need to snip snip. Yep. You trim the fat. <laughs> but like we said, we asked you guys for your red flags and deal breakers that you guys have of your own and we're not going to spend like a ton of time really talking about these ones we're pretty much just going to read them and so meg we're just going to go like back and forth so you can go the first one i have is like mama's boys so like my mom said that the other day she was like if you meet a guy because we were watching love is blind and she was like if you meet a guy and he's like oh my god like i like i'm like obsessed with my mom she was like run no that's so weird like and like you're never going to be good enough for her son. No. Ever. Even if you're like fucking like Kate Middleton or something, mm-hmm. like you're never going to be good enough for her son. So I don't know. There's really no winning. And like, he's going to compare you to his mom in like a weird, like Oedipus kind of way. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to be a second mom to him. Yeah. And that's not cute. You're not his maid. You're not his mom. Like he needs to be a grown ass man. And take some fucking charge. Yep. And like I always say, have autonomy. Thank yep. you. Meg's favorite word is the, like autonomy and I love it. No, it's just like people need to have some fucking control over have their lives. Have a fucking lives. backbone. Like, yeah, literally like you're, stand up for yourself. You're an individual. Exactly. Next point that somebody made was talking to their exes. I, I think when you... <sighs> I just don't really get how exes can be friends. I can understand being cordial, being acquaintances, but being close friends, I don't really see it necessarily, unless if you were friends beforehand, maybe. But I I just don't think talking to exes is ever. Yeah, like, even though, like, I don't have feelings for any of my exes, like, I wish them well. I'm like, good for you, dude. Like, go do your thing, live your life. I don't have any, like, ill feelings towards them, but I don't have any interest in, like, knowing about their current partner or, like, hearing really about their lives too much like once you're kind of out of my life you're out yeah 
Um, I don't really want to have like all First these. First you're in, then you're out. All these. Oh my god, Heidi Klum. <laughs> I don't really want to have like all these ghosties like lingering. Ghosties. I kind of want to focus on the new stuff and like meet new people instead of like just keeping old people around. No, so, I get that. Yeah, I personally don't think exes can be friends. No. From personal experience, I've dealt with that. It doesn't work. Mm-mm. So. Someone said when they're not obsessed with me. Okay, yeah, (laughs) that's obviously a joke, but like that's funny. But like that's kind of like going into like when they're indifferent towards you. Like if someone doesn't like love to be around you and like express that, then there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like I feel like they need to at least at least somewhat be like, hey, I like you. That goes for friends. That goes for partners. That goes for family. Like all that shit. Like if someone, there just needs to be a healthy balance of expression next point that somebody made was when you're overall just annoyed with their presence i feel like it kind of goes along with being indifferent when you just like don't want them around like that's a red flag that like maybe you should break up with them yeah like if you're catching like a bad vibe from someone like consistently Mm -hmm. then i think it's time to like evaluate that Mm -hmm. (laughs) the next one i have is when they're too into diets and working out i think that's really annoying like I understand, like, if this is, like, kind of different, like, if you're, like, vegan or, like, vegetarian, like, if, or, like, you're, I don't know, like, you're gluten-free and you, like, can't eat certain foods, mm-hmm. like, I understand that. But, like, if you're, like, oh, like, I do keto and, like, you, like, shame people for, like, eating bread. Yeah. I'm, like, that's weird. Or like, if you can't just, like, veg out and, like, eat junk with your friends sometimes, like. I know, like, I don't know, like. I think that people that are like that, that are so concerned about what they're eating and like working out, that's an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I I honestly think like it's orthorexia. Like, yeah, no, it seriously is. Like it's it's a problem. Like you need to go to a nutritionist. You need to like talk to a mental health professional because it's not normal to be that consumed about what you're eating and like and have that fear and like guilt and mm-hmm. say, like torture yourself for you know like breaking down and like going to mcdonald's or whatever like you need to there needs to be a balance so i totally get that and also like when people like go to the gym for like six hours a day yeah unless you're a professional athlete or something you don't need to be doing that like that's weird like bodybuilders scare me i understand if it's like somewhat of a hobby you're like oh so that's something i like to do is go to the gym but you don't need to spend hours and yeah and like you only drink like protein shakes and Mm -hmm. shit like that's just weird Mm -hmm. like I, again, I think it's good to have a healthy lifestyle. There's a balance. But you shouldn't... It's kind of like religion. Like, if you want to be healthy, cool, but don't force other people. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make other people feel bad for what they're eating or for not working out as much as you or, mm-hmm. like, anything like that. Got that. Another thing somebody said is being too clingy and acting possessive. We said that as well, but just... I don't know. Just being too much, being over the top. Like, get off of me. You're mm-hmm. not like a koala. I don't know. Have some autonomy. Thank you. Another one we have is when you drink too much, like, when you're older. So, oh, like, yeah. if you're, like, under 21 and you're, like, throwing up and, like, getting drunk and, like, just doing, like, hood rat shit, like, that's fine. But if you're, like, if you're, like, 35 and you're, like, going out every weekend and, like, getting blasted, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to grow up at some point. Like, you probably have a problem if you still want to do that. Because, like, we're still in our, like, 20s and, yeah. like, we don't even go out. Obviously, there's a pandemic. But before that happened, like, we weren't drinking a ton and, like, binge drinking like we mm-hmm. used to. So if you're, like, still in that phase, like, there's probably something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's just not attractive, like, when you have to just not a good look like when you have to constantly like take care of people it's like really straining on relationships like when someone's always drunk yeah because like i've gone out with friends that like tend to like 
just let themselves go yeah. and over drink and then you don't have fun anymore it's it's just like you don't want to be around that person mm-hmm. when they're like that another point somebody made is constantly being on their phone which i 100 percent get i mean i know i have a problem with going on my phone a lot especially during quarantine and everything mm-hmm. everybody's always on their phone but like when you're on a date and they're on their phone or you're talking and they're on their phone you can tell that they're not listening i hate that shit i always say like i try not to be like that like i really make it a point of like not being on my phone when we're eating or like because that's just kind of how i was raised like my mom was always like no phones like when we used to have a house phone like she wouldn't answer it during dinner Mm -hmm. just like it was that that was our time to be together so like i find like if if i'm out to dinner with someone and they're on their phone i get really offended yeah so yeah i just try not i just try to be mindful and like if i have to look something up and someone's like telling me something i'll say like oh i'm listening Mm -hmm. like i try to make it a point to say like yeah hey i'm not being rude like i'm just like checking something really quick yeah i think that's good to do as well the next one i have is the name kevin Kevin Jonas that's, is all I think about. That's my dad's name, so oh, can't, I love him, can't relate. He's a good Kevin, but also J names. Like I yeah. totally had. That's like kind of like a meme. Boys with J names will fuck you up, mm-hmm. and it is true. I have had experience with this. My current boyfriend is, is a J name, so totally hate him. So yeah, no, but like <laughs> it's just I don't know. I I just think it's funny though. Like I tease him about it, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. I think that you me. I just think it's funny. It, it's kind of like with astrology. Like I'm yeah. not just gonna not date someone because their name is Kevin, but it's just it, something. Yeah. I keep in the back of my mind exactly a red flag and then i'm gonna read through a lot of these really quick because this episode is honestly pretty long already and i want to quickly get through these because these are really funny so when they say i love you within the first few dates Mm -hmm. (laughs) when your partner does things you've specifically asked them not to do oh yeah that's a huge red flag like obviously they should be listening to what you're saying Mm -hmm. and respecting you when they hate their mother like we said like obviously mama's boys are kind of a red flag but when it comes to like them literally hating their mom and like I feel like that just kind of shows the respect that they have for women. Unless it's, like, warranted. Mm-hmm. Like, unless she, like, walked out on him or, like, abused him or there's, like, some reason yeah. to hate his mom. Like, but if he just hates her, like, yeah. for being her literal self, then I think that's you have to unpack that. a problem. <laughs> Somebody else said extreme insecurity. Think Burger from Sex and the City. If you guys didn't know, there's this character, uh, Jack Burger from Sex and the City, and like him and Carrie, the main character, are both writers, and she's more successful than him, and he gets so insecure, and he always starts fights over it, and ends up eventually breaking up with her over it, and he can't take any criticism, and he's just a really insecure guy, and yeah. that's just not hot. Another one that we got is when people get angry when you try to set boundaries or don't comply with boundaries you set, smoking cigarettes, littering. <laughs> people who are consistently rude slash mean slash dismissive of any kind of support helper or retail worker as chubri says we definitely appreciate this response especially during the pandemic right now y'all are rude as hell if you don't tip us that's fucked i feel like it could be funny to do like a bonus episode we did a service job horror stories episode a while ago but it could be fun to do like chubri's perspective during the pandemic and tell more stories because the stories we have gotten I've just that we personally had to live through They've just and it's only been like a month yeah insane somebody else said not allowing someone to have friends of the opposite sex or making them cut off all their friends completely yeah and kind of a surprising one but i totally get this no books when they don't have any books they don't oh, read that's weird yeah i just at least have like one yeah you know laying around somewhere but yeah i thought this episode was really fun yeah i think so like if you guys didn't get to send us your answers feel free to dm us you can comment on the posts like the promo for this episode or you know anything like that like just let us know we'd love to know 
for sure but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and really supporting us in the past few weeks we've been receiving so much love on all of the posts and i don't know i feel like we've just been getting a lot of great responses for things and just really great questions that you guys have been giving in we have so many great episodes coming up this month we're doing a let's talk about sex part two we got a halloween special And we just have a lot of great stuff coming. So we really hope that you guys are excited. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, support the merch, and support the podcast in the link down below. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it.